What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tuck Rule Takes, episode 68. Um, the I don't I didn't even look. Are there any real Patriots players that are number 68? I don't like I know there are. Yeah, but I don't I don't think Nobody so. Well, I'm sure I'm sure our, our statistician Al will will take a look at it. Al is here, Liam's here, I am Mike Sullivan, I am Ryan here. O'Callaghan. Ooh, uh-huh. a, a nice Irishman. This is the Ryan oh, O'Callaghan the episode oh, yeah. of Tuck Rule Takes. Uh, we're gonna be doing our big defensive players draft today before we start talking about some of the other sports related stuff. Yes, we are going to get to Tom Brady uh retiring for the second and hopefully final time, but um a couple other things with the Patriots coaching staff, everything going on. We'll touch on that before we get out of here. But um, I don't want to waste too much time, guys. I want to get into this draft because I feel like we're, we're we're all amped up about it. I'm nervous as shit. I have the number one pick. Um, what's the draft order? It's me, Al, Liam, correct? Correct. Yeah. That's what it is this week. Okay. I We did a random. I got the first pick again, um, which... I promise I'm not I'm not planning this. I don't I don't love having the first pick. It's almost too much pressure, um, especially with this, because I feel like there are so many players that we can uh, choose from here. This but, is a horribly uh, difficult list. This this was very difficult. So, so just to, uh, the, the parameters, these are Patriots defensive players that we've seen in our lifetime. Um, and we are we are going. Two corners, a safety, and two linebackers. We aren't doing defensive line because there are just too many to go through there. Uh, like Al said in the group chat, that's an episode in itself. Um, so if you're wondering why no one's picking Vince Wilfork or Richard Seymour or anything like that, that is why, um, because those two would pro- probably be like the number one and two pick, I would assume, from the, from the defensive would. line group. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so without further ado, we're getting into this draft. Um, I have the first pick. I I didn't want to spoil it to Al before we got on, but I I don't think there's a clear cut first first pick for this. I think you can pick a couple different people, but I don't think this guy is going to get back to me. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, arguably, not even arguable, arguably, the best overall corner the Patriots have ever had. I'm picking Ty Law, guys. Yeah, uh, Ty Law. Fucking- Ty Law. Yeah, um, not surprising. 10 okay. years with the team, 36 picks. He had that pick six in the um, Rams Super Bowl. Um, not only that, it was pretty much him along with the Patriots defense. They had to change the rules because of this guy where he was just jamming you, jamming you, jamming you. You you guys remember the Colts games when the Colts receivers were bitching about it and everything like that. Yep. I mean, Ty Law, through and through, number 24, that's kind of become the 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 corner number there. You know, um, another person who might get picked later on the draft or number 24 as well. Um, but yeah, Ty Law, I... I I, I wanted to ask you guys. I, I I don't think that's a reach. I think that's a good that's a good one of one there, right? Yeah, that's like, a, yeah, I, that's a solid overall number one. That's that's a really good pick. I mean, oh. he was the I don't want to say the whole reason, but he was a major reason why the Patriots won that first Super Bowl, not for his pick six. You know, that's that's what, a big having momentum a pick change. six on the biggest moment. Is, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick six against you know greatest team on on turf. Uh, five Pro Bowls, two first team All Pros. I mean. Uh, Liam, did you know? Actually, I want to ask you because Al and I kind of forgot the two teams that Ty Law played for after the Patriots. There's I know one exactly obvious who they one. Are. Do you, oh, okay, yep. you remember the, the next one? Who are they? So he went to the Jets and then the Chiefs. See, I completely forgot he went to the Chiefs. I did too. Yeah, I remember him forgot. playing for the Chiefs. Terrell no. Owens burned him actually in a game I watched live. I was like, ah, 
Fuck yeah, me. he is. He is at the end. That that was when I'm sitting there looking up the uh, looking up his stats, and I'm like, all right, yeah, he went to the Jets, played there for a little bit. Uh, the, the Chiefs. Yeah, the you Chiefs. know who was the Chiefs' quarterback in uh, Ty Laws last year? Castle. Actually, no. I, I'm. Yeah, I think I think so. I might be screwing that up, but I think he held on that long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he he's he was around for a while, but yeah, ten years with the Pats. Um, I mean, just a a pillar of the defenses that helped win those first uh those first couple of Super Bowls there. So yeah, Tyler, I mean he's clear cut like first ballot Hall of Famer in general, let alone like Patriots players. Truly he, was a top three corner in the league his entire career. He's uh he's exactly who I thought the number one pick would go to. It's between him and like one other guy for me. And I thought like he could make an argument for, but Ty Laws, he's a, it's a layup pick. He, uh, yeah. And that was like, I was kind of sitting there thinking, thinking, I was like, wait, why, why, Mike, why are you, why are you making this so difficult? One guy, pick the guy. It's this guy. Like, I mean, just think of all that, you know, like the one handed picks against Peyton Manning, uh, just all the, I think he had what, three picks in a postseason game, uh, which at the time, AFC championship game, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, which yeah. at the Led time the was a in, record. Uh, past defense that year too. Yep, yep. I mean, when when he left the league, when he left the league, he had a lot of playoff records, a lot of single game records in the in the regular season, everything. So, uh, Ty yeah. Law off the board, my number one guy. Give him to me, Ty Law. That's my one of one. I, I'm again, I'm keeping yeah. the list down there. After this, I'm going to post them all to the Tuck Rule Takes Twitter. We'll do a poll just like we did last time. Vote everything. Uh, Al, we have to congratulate you. You did win the. The wide receivers poll. I don't know who you paid wow. off for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah. I was I was close for a while. I kept checking mm. it. I was close. Yeah. Son I of wasn't. a bitch. I was not. So you got some biased uh, fans. <laughs> well, yeah. We I think the you know what? He later picked. Thank you. He 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 probably got his his students to vote for him or something like that. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm yeah, sure yeah, that's yeah. what it was. So. No, they would do everything in their power to make sure I don't win. So yeah. they, I'm surprised. Well, if then you should have brought it up to them, Al. What the fuck? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> um, but yeah, Ty Law off the board, guys. Uh, Al, next pick, sir, is to you. Okay, so when I did my preparation for this draft, I found it interesting. I think the linebacking core is very deep in this draft. There's a lot of great yeah. linebackers to pick from. I think that my I think I have to go linebacker in the first round, and then my next pick is going to depend on what Liam does with his first two picks. Well, I, I have back two picks. Options. I forgot. You son so of a bitch. I, so, so I got two options here. So I'm going to go with the linebacker that was a steady part of the first Patriots dynasty. You know him as the guy that said, if you don't want to come play in the snow, it's going to be cold in New England. You come get him. It's Teddy Bruschi. Give him to me as the second overall pick. Teddy Bruschi, oh. again, an anchor as Mike is flipping me off. Because he's very, hates, very angry. He hates, no, you're he's an a asshole. Hater. That, no, I'm not a Brewski hater. Bruce is my you, favorite player of all time. Is he? Hey, Liam. Oh, okay. Liam. Liam, I have a question oh. for you. Did or did or Mike did Mike have or not have the first round pick? I believe he had the first pick, he, right? He did. He did have the first overall. So, so he could have taken Teddy Bruski if he wanted to. He very correct? well could have. Yes, okay. indeed. Yep. Wow. So, so that's Gee, your fault. For, for being that's your favorite player, Mike. It's kind of awkward to take him. That's who Liam, honestly, that's who I thought Mike was going to take first overall when we were talking about it pre-recording. I thought, okay, Bruski's going to be off the board, so I got to go somewhere different. But listen, Teddy Bruski, and especially with his story about after recovering from the stroke that he yeah, had. Dude, stroked out. And then he ca- comes back, makes a big influence. Like, how do you not love oh, him? And he's a great analyst on TV. He is. 
Yeah, so, he seems like a really cool dude. He's also got the ultimate linebackers number fifty-four. It seems oh, like great. every fifty-four linebacker is a Hall of Famer, has Best a number. tremendous impact oh. for the team. It is. That was I was uh, fifty-six until I switched to fifty-four late in my football career. But um, yeah, no. Overall, Teddy Bruschi, awesome, awesome tremendous last pick. name I mean, as you, well. That- yeah, yeah, the whole brew, every like the snow yeah. game when he start the, the which is the picture when he's throwing the snow in the stands. You want to yeah. come here? It's cold. That's three. The picture, the dynasty. You can't, Teddy, T- Teddy yeah. Brucey. Like I said, he's my favorite player of all time. Al, I told you before, yeah. um, before we started recording, there's one player on the Patriots who, along with Jason Baratek for the Red Sox, their numbers are in every one of my passwords. Yep. Uh, Teddy Bruschi is number five four. You should have you should have taken him. I know, but him. I did. I thought I, I if it got by you, I was thinking maybe it would make its way back to me. But I don't. But I don't. Yeah, I mean, that was Ty Lies, Ty Where is there? I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm upset. I'm, I, again, I think this is going to be like my last draft where I'm just not happy with anything now. Um, yeah, that's like, such I a can, bad president. Off. The yeah. Start. No, I can already tell. I mean, shit. I'm. I'm going to start picking friggin' uh, uh, Cassius Marsh now as my linebacker. Hey, 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 no leaking picks. I don't think anyone is picking him. <laughs> no, he was on no one's draft Well, if we, if we don't uh, want to have fun, if we don't want to have fun, then we pick him. Uh, uh, I also great think, pick. Uh, great pick. I think Brewski has the most interceptions for a touchdown by any linebacker ever, too, if I remember Not that surprising. No, I remember that touchdown. He, he's on, he's sliding it. Fuck. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great pick. I think, Al, yep. in my eyes, there's one winner of the draft, and it was who got Teddy Bruschi, and I think you got him. He, uh, you son of a yeah. bitch. In great the spirit pick. of Super Bowl week two, he picked off McNabb twice in the Super Bowl. So. Oh, that was great. Yeah, oh, one oh, of them. Oh, so you he must had hate no him. business. One of them, he had no business catching. It was basically <laughs> like throwing right to the ground. Teddy Bruschi made an incredible play. I would hate him, but he's just such a stud and truly like a nice guy. He's like Al, except athletic. He's like he's just True. so nice. You can't help but like. Hey, the guy. hey, 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 hey! I played a college sport. I was a little bit athletic. I well, I did not play a college sport. Uh, college drinking, maybe, but like certainly Question. not a college sport. Do you guys think that Teddy Bruschi gets the respect outside of New England that he deserves? No, no, absolutely not. Because he was a part of the Patriots. He deserves either. Yeah, Uh, he honestly, I did not think he was going to be. uh, I said it was between Ty Law and somebody else for the number one overall pick. And I was not thinking Teddy Bruschi. No, neither was I. And that's not obviously not a shot to Bruschi. I love him. I thought that there were just bigger names to get. But Teddy Bruschi is 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 as solid as a pick as you can get. That's like one of those ones where, like, you know what? We're not drafting. uh, You know, we're not drafting. I don't know, Vince Young, Johnny Manziel, the crazy name, the crazy number. You know who we're going to draft? We're going to draft – I mean, I don't know. I don't know who you would pick. But, you know, we're going to draft the safe pick who's going to end up, you know, just solid, getting you there every year, doing it. Teddy Bruschi, great pick. Great pick. I hate yeah. you, but great pick. Ugh. Can't go wrong. All right, Mr. McDade, third overall, so who are you taking? The guy who I thought was arguably number one. So luckily, I get back to back picks here, right? So you do. Uh, it's snake draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'll just take take this one out of the way right now. Clear cut monster. He actually just got arrested for starting a fight in a restaurant. Yeah, fully fully has my back on that one. I would have hopped right up from my seat and broken that same seat over this dude's back. I would do anything for this man. We all would. Yep. It's far and away. It's the man with the most playoff sacks in. NFL history, give me Willie McGinnis. I yep. mean, that is yep. a Patriots linebacker through and through. 
much like Teddy Bruschi, stellar dude. Seems like a lot of fun. I would sit in a bar from noon till 10 at night having multiple drinks with this guy. It just seems like he's a good time. And fucking A, he used to torture the Colts, much like Ty Law did. And uh, every other team, apparently, with that postseason sack record. So, Willie McGinnis, layup. I think uh, I'm getting good value here because I totally thought he was first overall material. When I think of McGinnis, I think of that one play. Um, I think I think we're all thinking of it uh, against the Colts, Colts goal line where yep. they get him down there. They're running there. He comes around, gets it. Not only the play, but it's just it's it's the running after. It's it's everything. Yeah. It's, I oh, think that's course. the with with those early Patriots teams. The plays were there, but I think because you you see the 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 aftermath of the plays, like the celebrations yep. and stuff, and all the highlight videos and everything. I, I feel like that was a huge thing with the Patriots of yeah. of the, you know the early two thousands, which is crazy because I keep getting told that Belichick doesn't like when you show emotion or get excited. Yeah, but it's funny. But yet he was he was also quoted. Remember that one quote? Or I, I'm going to paraphrase it, where Belichick was like, "You better you know show that you're excited because you know it intimidates the other team as well." So yeah, I love that. That is love a great that point. Pick. I love that play. Now that now that you bring that up, like I, I immediately think of Adam Vinatieri with his hand in the air after kicking like the game winning field goal as he gets picked up by his teammates. Yep. And yep. then uh, another one, I think it was against another, the Panthers. Another guy kicks, doing this that I'm not gonna yeah, say who it is, but uh, fuck that guy. But um and then in the okay. Super Bowl before then, Vinatieri kicks the field goal and Willie McGinnis like high steps off the sidelines and yep. everyone follows him, stuff like that, yep. where it's like not only were they remarkably dominant, they were out there fucking they're playing a sport for a living they're having fun and that's most of all what you look for and and yeah. he's he, he was such a smart player too like the the colts we all talk about the play against the colts the fourth and yeah. goal stop like if you remember in that i forget what's called america's game when they talk about like the super bowl years yeah play mcginnis was literally like in the building from 6 a.m until late at night the week leading up to that colts game so he was ready for that play and that just goes mm-hmm. to show the yeah. dedication the determination and really just the preparation that he had for that week. So love William McGinnis for what he did in New England. Obviously, it stinks what happened when he was getting arrested, but still all-time great New England. 100% worth it. I would have cracked that guy, too. He was being a punk ass. William McGinnis, great, great pick. Great. Yeah, overall. And, like, for that Colts play, too, he completely, like, studied so much film. He sold out on the run up the middle. If they bounced Mm -hmm. that outside, no one would have stopped it. But sure enough, he no, knew it was going up the middle. He got him because you know what? It, he tackled something that players yeah. don't know how to do in the league. Because instead, if that was nowadays, someone would have tried to strip the ball from him, and yep. and, and he would have got it. So yeah, yeah, yep. great, It'd great pick, dainty. Willie McGinnis. Um, I mean, I think the first three picks here: Ty Law, Teddy Bruschi, Willie McGinnis. Your three like legends, like like they yeah. built this shit. So great yep. picks, great picks, Liam. You got another one though. This is tough. Now, this is brutal. This is where, like, my bias wants to creep in, and I want to pick somebody that really has no business going this high on the list. Fucking do it. Uh, Just do it. uh, No, because I'll get him in the later rounds, and I'll gloat about it, saying he should have been first overall when all everyone here, including me, knows he certainly should have been first overall. So I'll leave that one for later. This is just... I, I want to look elsewhere. I feel like I can get better value elsewhere, but every fiber of my being is screaming. Take... Rodney Harrison. It's I, the hate this, only, I hate this draft. It's draft the sucks. only clear-cut answer. Oh. Like, truly a difference maker, like, from start to finish. Me, we only have one safety that we are taking off the board, and I just took off the best option from everyone. And yep. that's the value that I can't match. I love him. He replaced Lawyer Malloy, who might be in this draft. I love him dearly as well. But 
the change from one like all pro player and lawyer Malloy to an even better player. It was night and day. Bill brought him in after he was a shitty, like very nitty gritty, hard hitting, dirty player with the Chargers. Went to a Super Bowl. He lost. He was pissed. Mm-hmm. He they actually got smoked. He didn't even lose. They got annihilated, massacred. Even he was furious. Bill goes, "I like that you hit hard. I like that you're dirty." My defense is just a little too soft for that. Why don't you come in here and jack some fools up for us? Had that clutch pick off Ben Roethlisberger his rookie year that sent the yep. Patriots to the Super Bowl. Uh, Starting fights loss. at practice. Starting yep. fights. That's, that's the, the thing. Shit. Comes in immediately, and he he acts like he runs the place, which can be taken one way or another. But clearly, the Patriots took it the right way. Love it. Ah, the o- what the only the only knock on him is he didn't knock the fucking ball out of David Tyree's hands. And if that is the only knock that I can give this man, so be it. He was good late into his career. So yeah. if you if you didn't take him right there, I was going to take him with my next pick. I had him lined up. Of course, I figured everyone And would. if you didn't take him, I was going to take him with yeah, my pick. Was... That Rodney Harrison, I th- the fact that we don't even, that that David Tyree, and I hate even saying the, some, the his name, the fact that we don't that David Tyree catch, we don't even talk about Rodney Harrison as not knocking that ball out. I think that just goes to show you how beloved he is in New England and how yeah. great he really was. Because any other player at you know at a lesser caliber or something, he I mean that that turns into a I don't know, a Bill Buckner type thing with the socks, where it's like, yeah, he he how did you not knock the ball out there? You're this big, bad Rodney Harrison. You can't pull this dude. You can't pull the ball out of this guy's hand. But, I mean, the football gods weren't on our side that day anyway. So, yeah, Rodney Harrison, nope. great pick. Hardest hit. I put him up there with your with your Ed Reeds, with your um, – who is the uh, – Brian Dawkins, like those yep. types of guys, those, those hard-hitting guys. That- Sean Taylor, R.I.P. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bob Sanders. I always forget about Bob Sanders. Yep. Yeah. Yep, he's yep, a beast. Yep. In yep, 2004, Rodney Harrison had four postseason picks. One of them was the game ceiling interception on a Hail Mary off McNabb to beat the Eagles. That one still hurts. That was this shit. Thing. That was this yeah, shit. Was, who did you root for in that game? Leo? Who did you root for in that game? Did you even... Did you? You did. You did, didn't you? You're a little six year old. He's more of an Eagles fan. We're we're learning this now. McNabb. McNabb. I wanted McNabb to win. So what? Throwing up in the huddle because he can't. How old were you, by the way? He didn't throw up. He never threw up. He said he did. He told me he did. He told me. Okay, you were seven. I was was close with six. Yeah. Yeah. God, you were seven? Yeah. I know. I'm senile. I'm senile. Yeah, oh, I'm well, like a hundred. Yeah, Love the uh, shirt, by the way, Mike. That's killer. Thank you. I, um, I rock this, by the way. Shirt. Everybody, Blink-182. Hell yeah. If you don't like Blink-182, you can just stop listening yeah. to the podcast now. Or we don't want it. your kind over here. Um, <laughs> yeah. But still still like and subscribe, but stop listening. Yeah. Um, but yes, like, politely. Yeah. Rodney Harrison, great, great pick. Great pick. You got, yeah. you got a good <clears> – this, this is going to suck. I'm going to get shitty players. I can already – Dude, this defense, like the defenses they've had are so deep. Like I could have skipped over Rodney Harrison, still picked Hall of Famers and killers. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you know, and then I think you got people in, in the newer, the newer Patriots dynasty, too. I think yeah. that's the good thing with the defense is that it, mm-hmm. more so than the offense, because the offense really just kind of a handful of players. Um, 
defense, you can pick a bunch of different players. People are like, oh, yeah, shit, that's a good pick. Honestly, yeah. it's such a burden that we have two dynasties to pick from. It's like, shit, do we do the first one or the second? We sound so spoiled. It's crazy. It really, good, it is, good. It's a pretentious problem that we have. But and then guess I what? Say, three years from now or five years from now, we're going to be talking about shit. Who do we pick from yeah. the third dynasty? Oh, like, oh my just, God. It's so difficult. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's like I can't ever imagine being like a – a Tampa Bay Bucks fan, or like a Browns fan, or a Bears fan. Yeah, it's like, I, mean, oh, I wouldn't like a Bills I talk, fan. I was gonna say I wouldn't oh, talk about yeah. the Bucks. The Bucks have won a Super Bowl more recently than we have. Won a Super Bowl. They have more Super recently. They have. They have. And we'll 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 talk about that that son of a bitch after we do the draft. Um, but yeah, Willie McGinnis, Rodney Harrison, off the board. Great picks, Liam. Um, Strong Al, board. Al, who That's you right. got? So who who you who you picking? So because Liam took Rodney Harrison, I now also have to take a safety. And I think we know where this one's going, right? I mean, listen, three-time Super Bowl champion, three-time second-team All-Pro, two-time Pro Bowler, part of the All-Rookie Team 2010. Mike doesn't like this Patriots All 2010s, Patriots All-Dynasty team, the Rutgers legend himself, Devin McCourty. Give me D-Mac in that second round. Listen, D-Mac, when you take a look at the safeties, right, and there's one other one out there that was already mentioned, that we're not going to leak again because I'm going to take him. Just full yeah, that's disclosure. The one by I'm going to have to take him. I have to take. But the thing is, right? When you think of safeties, if you're our age, if you're in the late 20s, early 30s, or even mid 20s, like Liam is, the two names you think of right away are Ronnie Harrison and Devin McCourty. Mm-hmm. And obviously, yep. Yep. if Harrison's off the board, you got to take McCourty because. He just made so many good plays, so many just game-winning type of plays, and he's the embodiment of a true Patriot. So I'm happy to have D-Mac as a part of my uh, defensive squad. Yeah, that's a lock. That seemed like I could have picked that one out right there. I saw that one coming. Uh, Mm -hmm. Great pick. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, it's Devin McCourty. Like, I don't. What do you say? Like, I don't. Like, there's there's nothing you can say. It's D-Mac. Hopefully. Um, oh, I'll ask then since he's the guy we we that you picked here. Bonus bonus thing. Do you think he comes back this year? Do you think he comes back for one more year? Maybe, maybe I think I think he's if between him and Slater, I think Slater's more likely to come back than McCord. You think so? See, I think I it's do. the opposite. I think I it's do. the opposite. But yeah. here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm with Mike. I think it's the opposite too. But right, here's the thing on defense. It's a lot more physical. Like, I know special teams, you got to block a little bit, stuff like that. But special teams isn't on the field as much as the defense. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's more wear and tear on the body of Devin McCourty than there is on yep. Matthew Slater. So who knows? But I obviously, we'd love to see D-Mac. But do I think he comes back next year? No, I don't. And I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, four interceptions this year alone tells me that he's still got it. Should have had eight. And he could have had, like, like three should. more. Yeah. Like, Dude, what the no, fuck, that's buddy. the most annoying <laughs> part. Exactly. For that reason alone, he has to right come now. back. He yeah. has to come yeah. back. Yeah, no, I mean, that, like, you can't, I mean, Devin McCourty, I think, is this, this generation's, like, um, Ty Law, Rodney, like, like those type of players, where it's like, you know, people yeah. think about the defense of the 2000s, it's Ty Law, Rodney, it's basically everybody that we have, um, people yeah. think about the defense of the 2010s, Devin McCourty is going to be number one, maybe two on that list, I don't know who you put in front of him, maybe someone that will get picked, I don't know who, but yeah, Devin right. McCourty, I mean, the Hall of Famer, uh, through yeah. and through. Um, yep. never, and I will say never got the respect ever. That, and, got, and I hate God, I hate as a Patriots fan. I feel like we always say this, but it's true. The guy never got the respect that he got because there's so many more flashy safeties in the league, you know, ones right. that hit harder 
that, you know, maybe might have more picks that have more flashy things. Devin McCourty was the reason for so many years, deep, deep passes didn't work against the Patriots for, for, yeah. for the, for the majority of the time. Cause he was just that smart. Uh, he, he probably started the whole Rutgers movement too, to New England. I feel like so. what, yeah, and what's, so. what's the expression, the best um, ability is availability. Yep. And he was one of the most like available players because he was always on the field. He yep. was consistent. Like yep. there is no, there's no bad word about consistency. And that's what Devin McCourty was. He was a consistent player throughout his entire Patriots career. Maybe it's not over. That's the beauty of it. Maybe he still plays yeah. one, one more, more year. Come on one more year. Maybe have him come in. Maybe mm-hmm. the Pats draft a safety. He shepherds him in kind of, you pass the torch to Adrian Phillips to kind of be the veteran back there. I don't know. I, there's talk of John Jones possibly being a safety. I don't know. We'll talk about all that at a later yeah. date, but yeah, just strictly for this draft, Devin McCourty, um, you could have picked him in the first round, and I would have, yeah, that makes sense. You could have picked him as a corner, too. His rookie year, he had seven picks. I'm looking at you his could, yeah, right see, now. You could have, yeah, see, people forget that. People forget that. He was a great corner, and then it was like, oh, yeah. well, we got to keep Tlaib, so we got to get you over there. Shit, I keep tipping picks. God damn it. Stop um, tipping picks, Michael. I know, I know. I, I, okay. I did, too. I mean, you just don't know where they're going to go. You guys are anything. just draft amateurs. That's all it is. You're not a pro. I just get so yeah, excited about this shit. So, yeah, all right, great. Great pick, Al. Uh, anything else you guys say about McCordy? Are you are you want to move on? I'm good. All Let's right. move on, Mike. What do you got? Okay. So, I, I okay. I think I'm just gonna get safety out of the way. We're doing a run on safeties. Um, I think we all know who I'm gonna pick. Yeah. Uh, Lawyer Malloy. Eugene Wilson. Back at Eugene Wilson. Jonas Gray. The one game he played safety. <laughs> um, no, uh, Lawyer Malloy. Uh, him, him and Ty Law, the law firm back there. Law and lawyer. Uh, I mean. Four Pro Bowls, all team, uh, first team, all pro. I mean, I just, he's another guy. Just you think about the the Patriots 2000s um, dynasty. He's up there. Um, I always forget that he really played because he was only with the team till 2002. Um, so he Surprise was really cut. there for just that first Super Bowl. Yep. But the fact, but like, you know, he obviously more before that, that was really where his career was, but uh, he did go to Buffalo um, kind of a weird trend with a lot of these like early on um, Patriots, like legends, they go to somewhat rivals, which I don't like, but yeah, Laurie Malloy, I mean, 19 picks with the team. I, he just stalwart back there. You know, he was, he was, he was the, the first real, safety before you got to you know the Devin McCordy's and all them so um I think I had to pick him honestly there was another safety on the board that I probably would have picked over lawyer Malloy probably we'll say it because there's no over, more there's no more or or, or 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 save it for honorable mentions yeah yeah, yeah I mean save like it, save it save it. yeah I was gonna oh. say I mean we could do honorable mentions all the way through the safeties are over with and it's I only got the one name so okay, say it. who who, who is it I want to know now I want to know to Bucky Jones. You That's a name. A bitch. Not that and, and never a name. in a billion years would I pick to Bucky Jones. I Dude, liked him. I it's a, it's a name, though. He was, a, he, no, he was clutch. He was a monster. How to pick six off name. Kurt Warner, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he, he played, like, I think up until Stupid 2002 ass. anyway. So he was definitely there in our lifetime. And uh, he was big for the Super Bowl team that got stomped out by the Packers. Ellis Hobbs, another name just to throw out there, just for fun. Ellis Hobbs plays corner. I love me some Ellis Hobbs. We don't love me some Ellis Hobbs. Hobbs. Um, no, one, no one loves Ellis Hobbs. But yeah, Laurie Malloy, uh, nothing really more to say about him. Uh, he did get trade. He went to the Bills. Um, I distinctly remember that. Did you guys know the other two teams that he went to? Laurie Malloy? Malloy? Yeah. 
Uh, I do actually. Al, do you want to guess before I say? No, I, I, I had no, no idea. idea. Go for it. So, is this including the Bills? Bills, and then he went to two more teams. He played till okay. 2010. Yeah, so I know he was on the Falcons. Yep. Was that before? Yep. Was that, that his last? Uh, nope, nope. He has one last team that I had oh, no idea that he played for. It wasn't the no Bengals. idea. It nope. Was, uh... Not even in the AFC. Shit. Uh... I know. It's crazy. It wasn't the Niners. No, I have no idea. Not. I just knew it was the, on the Falcons. The Seattle Seahawks. Oh, wow. Damn it. I did uh, know that. Shit. You know what's funny? I actually remember now, Lawyer Malloy was a part of the Falcons team that had, what was the name of that coach that got fought? Michael that Vick. That's all you need to know. No, no. They had no, Michael the Vick. Coach. The coach. That Doesn't ended matter. up going to Who Arkansas. That ended Bobby up Petrino. Was Fuck Bobby Petrino. Fuck Bobby Petrino. Doesn't yeah, Bobby matter. Petrino. All that about because, Michael Because Vick. Lawyer Malloy commented on it and basically called him like an a-hole and everything else. Yeah, so that's why yeah, I remember Lawyer Malloy now yeah, in the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't Seattle, matter. Seattle. You know, it, the team had two players on it. A 53-man roster built of two players. Lawyer Malloy and Michael Vick. That's all you need. <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, so Lawyer Malloy, that's my pick there. Um, and then next. Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go linebackers. I know linebackers is a deep um, kind of a deep room, but I'm not gonna pick another corner. I think I might get the corner that I want when it comes back to me. Hopefully, uh, probably not with the way that this draft is going. But anyways, um, linebackers, give me someone from the newer generation, the new dynasty. Uh, in oh, the same wow. vein of Teddy Bruschi, I'm gonna go Dante Hightower. That's a great um, pick. That's a my guy. Great third, pick third round. I think you you probably could have picked him in the second round. Arguably one of the most important players in Patriots history with that strip sack on Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl. Um, just great guy. Completely MIA since he left the team. No idea where he is. He he's tweeting, but no one knows where the fuck he is. Um, does he not want to play football? Is he injured? Is he not? No one knows. But um. Another number 54, Dante Hightower. Also, great name. Great football name. Hi, yeah. Dante Hightower. That's some good shit. It imposes um, fear. And Boom Tower is a nickname. Yeah, Boom Tower. Like, what the shit? Like, shake. Asian Do you guys know uh, good Dante High? Do you know, guys know Dante High? Dante Hightower's real first name? No, what is Lee it? Oh, God. No. Is it? You ready for this? What? Quaylen. Quaylen. That makes me, Badass. he should have went in the first round then. Quaylen Hightower. The, the only I don't I, like it. The only reason I, like I know it. that is because in the America's game, the 2016 season, it was Edelman, Hightower, and then I think it was Gronk as well. I could be wrong on that, but I know it was Edelman mm. and, um, oh no, it was LeGarrette Blunt. That's who it was. And they were just mm. making fun of him when they found out that his name was uh Quaylen. It was Quaylen. Quaylen. And then and then Edelman's like, uh-uh, Quaylen from now on. He's gonna kill me when he hears his <laughs> yeah. great. I mean, that's uh yeah, Dante Hightower, though. I mean, I, I I don't know. He he to me again, he is this generation's, you know, Teddy Bruski, Willie McGinnis. So mm-hmm. I think for the 2010s, can't really go wrong with him. Um, how many how many Pro Bowls did he make? Let me see. Dante Hightower. So I want to know because I, I, I feel yeah I I wanted to see how many because I know that he, um I I if I remember correctly he didn't play for that long right um let me see two thousand twelve to 12, okay so he played for nine years all right fuck me two time Pro Bowler twenty sixteen yep. twenty nineteen yep yep I was just gonna there's say there's still that. some great yeah. linebackers on the board you left still some Absolutely. great well yeah I did but the thing is Dante Hightower you know we're not necessarily picking greatest I Dante Hightower is my other than Brewski, I think yep. he. Ah, oh, shit. There's another guy too. 
son of a bitch. I hate this draft. I hate this draft <laughs> because now there's people I forget. I got there's they, it, it's Sunday night. My my Monday night. Look, my head isn't even here. Jesus, um, you're falling apart. But yeah, Dante Hightower, though, um, I think he I, I remember the whole conversation with him when he came up when there was another Patriots linebacker who had the green dot and he was leaving. And it was mm-hmm. like Hightower is only good against the run. You can't play him. You can't give him the green dot. He gets the green dot. He ends up being one of the best Patriots linebackers in history. Give me Dante yeah. Hightower and Laurie Malloy. Those are my two picks, guys. Good picks. Good job. Back to back. Thank you. Stellar. Thank you. Thank All right. You. All right. So I'm going to go next. I have to take a corner because I don't have a corner yet. I got I got my first linebacker in Teddy Bruschi, which I love. I got my safety with Devin McCourty. And now I got to go with this corner that was taken away from a division rival and proved to be worth every penny. It's Stefan Gilmore. He is a guy oh. that you need to have because 2019 Defensive Player of the Year had the big play to send the Patriots to the Super Bowl against the Jaguars in 2017. Apart and also, people sometimes forget this when they because when they first talk about Gilmore, they talk about those two plays, but the interception Super Bowl 53 to ice the game basically. An easy pick, but still about that. A, a play that need to be. Yep, see, people forget, yeah. but yeah, give me Stefan Gilmore, my number one corner. I love getting him in the third round, I think that's great value. And I wish he, I wish he would have stayed and finished his career in New England, but you know what? I'm appreciative for what he did while he was here as a Patriot. So mm-hmm. give me Stefan Gilmore, yeah. Great pick. Ended ended kind of um Liam, ended kind of murky, but great pick. I don't think Liam likes it. Maybe he's jealous. What happened? What happened? You're a contel. Thank you. <laughs> that <laughs> you was a strategic pick because I was totally gonna pick Stefan Gilmore. I, I, I was like, I was like, what's my draft board? Has no one taken a defensive player of the year? Ah, shit. Well, yeah. Because if I had picked that, my list is surely gonna win. That is that's demoralizing to say the least. Oh, yeah. It is good pick. Great pick though. Uh Gilmore again. I think what was it? His first was his first year where he maybe he didn't have as good of a year as people thought. And everybody was like, Oh, Belichick, you know, he can't yeah, he was like, good, I remember there was something. Like, yeah, but it wasn't like stellar. Yeah, and then he showed up the next year and he was like, Oh, wait, hold on, DPO, you know, defensive player of the year. So let me just Yeah, that, it, that was twenty eighteen when he wasn't That's what it was. Yeah. That great. And then twenty nineteen ends up winning DPO yeah. So came back and he was like, Wait a minute, real quick, let me just remind you guys who I am. Like why <clears throat> allow they me call... to reintroduce yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah. My name is Gilly. Gilly Lock. Yeah. Great pick. Great pick. Love it. You need a corner. You got a really good one. I thought you were going when you said division rival, I thought you were going someone else. Not gonna say who, but I thought you were going with someone else. Ah, with you're learning. You're learning. So, Good job. I liked it. I know. Listen, I watch. I watch snake drafts too from 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 a certain company. So I understand you don't want to tip picks, but sometimes it's just difficult. You just it tip is. the picks. Um, great pick though, Gilly Lock. Awesome. I got it written down. Uh, Liam, I have a guess for who I you're going to pick. I think I know he's going to take one of these two guys. Uh, Me too. I'll yeah. tell you if you pick him. If you don't, then obviously I won't. But Liam, back to back, sir. Who you got? You leave me in a weird spot here. Mike, would you mind reading me my draft board again? Yes, sir. You have with your first pick, Willie McGinnis. Your second pick was Rodney Harrison. So, so you got safety your safety. Yeah. You got a linebacker. Got your great safety. Got a got a, a great linebacker. Some great names off the board. Some great names left on the board, sir. Who do you pick with your third round pick? This is 
difficult. I am going to shore up my linebacker position. The music only adds more. Okay. I know who you're taking. I know who you're taking. I'm I stuck between I th- two guys here. Oh, okay. I don't know if I want. Both of them have hardware. One significantly more than the other. One significantly more versatile than the other. But the other one is well, more well-known for getting the job done. I'm stuck. And I think I'm a man of versatility. Uh, a renaissance man is at home wherever he goes. So I am going to go with... Yep. Mike Frable. There it is. Oh, yep. there it is. Yep. 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 Any yep. Anytime you have 11 catches... All of them for touchdowns in your career, and you win three oh. Super Bowls, and you're just super solid. And Bill never really replaces you because he doesn't really feel a need to until the bitter end. I I got to go with that dude's clearly a football mind. Head coach of the Titans right now. Mm-hmm. Number fifty is a pretty badass linebacker number as well. Overall, love, love that number. It, it was stuck between number. these guys. I know Mike. Mike's next pick here is going to be probably the guy that I didn't take. Mm-hmm. I know he alluded to him earlier too. Me and Mike can kind of read each other's minds. They have verbal yep. arguments without even saying anything. Mental arguments, <laughs> I guess. That's crazy. And I've only known you for like nine months. It's crazy. And we've Wild. only kissed a couple of times. So Wild. Like, well, hey, I, we don't uh, need to. Yeah, I, I thought it was more, but okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, you're wel- yeah. you're welcome try, try for that, guys, yourself. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'll set, the, set this romantic pairing up. But yeah, yeah thank no, you very I, much, by the way. I just, no uh, I got I got to go Mike Vrabel. Uh, Super Bowl hero without any of his Super Bowl touchdowns, the Patriots would have lost all those games. So, yep. got to give it to the man. And the thing is, he's so known for his offensive catching touchdowns, which some crazy catches. Bobbled up in the air, brings it down through pass interference. The dude had hands. But he was so good on defense, and no one really pays attention to how good he was on defense. It's all that we lined him up as a tight end and threw it to him a couple of times. Mm-hmm. His defense, more than solid, almost Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah. Yeah, I put him up there with uh, like a step below the Teddy Bruschi with like the defense wise, yeah. where it's like, you know, never made like crazy, like, you know, Ray Lewis type of like flashy plays like that, but just all just uh, as solid, solid, solid as you can get. Yeah, I, that's yeah. a yeah, that's a great thing. He was he he was going if he got back to me, I was going to take him. So of course, yeah, you, yeah, wouldn't yeah. Have, you wouldn't have gotten him because I would have taken him. Yeah, I, I have I have two honorable mention linebackers that I'll mention at the end because I'm almost sure. I in fact I would bet a lot of money that neither one of you guys are going to take these two guys. They're honorable mentions. Uh, neither one I was considering uh, against Vrabel. It was him and some other guy that will surely get picked. But there are two honorable mentions out there, big time names uh, that I'll mention at the end. Okay. Yeah. By the way, numbers. I think so. I I just wrote it down. I'm going to say before I forget. I think we should do a draft at some point about greatest numbers for certain positions yes i like that that's 100%. a stupid draft but i like it because it's one of those it like is. stupid entertaining ones because yes. 54 and 50 are like arguably the two best uh best linebacker numbers i mean 59 I, I can think of a couple. all the way 59 is, good. is, 59 is the good. best linebacker 55 oh shit I'm, I'm we're tipping picks for later on great yeah. pick though mike brabel um yeah didn't even didn't i he i didn't think he was who you were gonna pick because i didn't think you were going that position but Good pick. I am probably going to pick the guy that you didn't. Yeah, I know you are. Just letting you know. So, all right. Good pick, though. Next one. Who you got? 
Oh yeah, I get two. Okay. Yeah, man. I saw you looking. I, I wasn't gonna Ugh. tell you. I was gonna let you keep looking. I saw you yeah. looking like, all right, shit, who's next? <laughs> Rabel, so this game. one, this one's gonna be out of love. Obviously, my linebacker position shored up. My safety is locked down. So I gotta go with a man that I I ever so decadently love yep. uh, and hated, yep. but yep. mostly loved. Yep. Yep. He never played a full season in New England. Look at his numbers right now. Oh, they're, that's they're, that's not okay. Okay, keep going. Leaves a lot to be desired on the table for me. Where it's like I just wish he stayed healthy and stayed with the team, uh, but it wasn't meant to be. He ended up going to to the dark side, but. Oh, I, I gotta go with Area Thirty One, baby. Give me a keep to leave in oh, two years. Okay. In two years, to leave was so good and like so good. Six games his first year, thirteen games his second year. When he finally mm-hmm. played thirteen, he had four picks. It seemed like I watched that whole season. It seemed like uh-huh. he had ten picks. Like watching yep. it, every play he had the uh, famous breakup of Roddy White in the Falcons game that came down to the wire on fourth down in the Falcons red zone. He mm-hmm. swats the pass that seals the win. He had like eighteen interceptions off Geno Smith that one year because Geno still sucks. And uh, oh man, his first his first year like the memories are just coming flooding to me right now. Excuse me if I cry. Uh, his first year, his only interception, we all remember this, in a blowout win, per usual, against the Colts. Andrew Luck soars it deep over the middle. His first game, he was cut by the Buccaneers, and we signed him. In his first game, Aqib Tlaib picks that shit off, brings it 63 yards to the house. I remember watching that and just going, oh, my God. I, I found a brand-new love for interceptions in football mm-hmm. where he picked it off and immediately the Patriots defense turns to offense. He gets blockers in front of him, goes they coast to go. coast. Yep. Yep. Picks it off on the left sideline, crosses the field. Andrew Luck's obviously fucking clueless because every time he plays the Patriots, <laughs> it looks like he's playing 22 defenders out there. <laughs> yeah. Un- unbelievable. <laughs> it was oh, truly great. Like one of those plays that inspired football love in me because I was like, I used to think of interceptions as like, damn, that was a cool play. But like the mm-hmm. run back on that play, I was like, this is this is incredible. After that day, I wanted to be a cornerback. Unfortunately, I'm five foot nine, fat and white, and it was <laughs> never going to happen. Yeah, no, I no, tried. No. I tried really hard, and they were always like outside linebacker. I'm like, but I can cover. They're like, no, you can't. Mm, no, we'll we'll let uh, you do that every once in a while. Great pick. Yeah. He added some. He added some of the uh, attitude to the defense that you need. He had like mm. the perfect corner attitude. Yeah, I always yeah. loved when he would do his intro and he'd just be like, "Keep to leave." Keep to leave. Yep. Every I, just, I, would, I chuckle every time, but it was awesome because yeah. he was so is. good. Whenever was. anyone says his name, that's all I could think. A keep to leave. That's it. That was oh, his thing. Man. Yeah, great. He is also the great direct guy. cause for one of the most famous post-game interviews in history when uh him and Steve Smith got in a huge fight and then Akeem Tlaib got hurt because like yeah. Steve Smith bodied him on a block. So Tlaib left yeah. the game with an injury. Steve Smith goes to the sidelines. He's like, Well, one of us didn't finish the game. I sup, son. I yeah, sup. I sup, son. Like, oh, and then Tlaib also has that one gif where he go he sits back on the on the bench and just <laughs> yes. does this. Like it's just him, just chilling. Pick uh, someone off. Let me just let me just chill. Yeah, yeah keep to leave. Great uh, pick. Yeah, love it. Yeah, love Cam, it, love Cam it, love Newton it. smoked the Patriots in that game. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Was that the same Luke Keekley game when he attacked Gronk in the end zone? 
Yes, it was. Yes, it, it was. was yes, and then Tom was. Brady had a coronary in the end zone because it was a pass oh, yeah. interference. <laughs> yeah, Let me kiss out. you on the lips. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> uh, Come here, son. <laughs> um, great, great pick though. We'll keep to leave. Good one. All right, so you got you got you got a pretty solid team, Al. Next to you, sir. All right, I am going to finish up my corners, and Liam, I think you made a mistake. I, think, I so. think you should have taken this guy that I'm about to take next. Because you've talked about him before. He only played one year here, but man, was it yep. a good year. Yep. And was it so fun to have him on one side of the ball where he has his own island named after him. And in that season, he had 41 solo tackles, six assists, a fumble recovery, two picks. Give me Darrell mm-hmm. Revis in the fourth round on the other side of the ball with Stefan Gilmore. Listen, I know he wasn't someone that played with the Patriots for a long time. But man, was that one season fun to see him. It was just a like guaranteed Super Bowl. When we signed Jarrell Revis, it was huge news when he got cut. And they're like, where is he going? And then the yep. Patriots signed him like an hour later. And I went streaking. I was like, the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was right. Yeah, no, it was they they signed him and then another another guy from the Seahawks. Brandon so I won't name. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I don't think anybody yet. But no, he that was no, th- those were the killer. two. Those were the two bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, those were that, that. I remember exactly where I was when the Patriots signed Revis. I was in the yep, basement of my house. Too. I was sitting there, just chilling with my girlfriend, now the wife at the time, and nice. I was just, I was just sitting there scrolling through Twitter, and I was like, because I, it came out one of those things. Where it was like, it, it was like people report that reported shit, but they tweeted like random shit where it's like, oh, like big news coming out of Foxborough, big name, whatever. Then it was just instant. Jarrell Revis. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was like that. Was that I equate having Jarrell Revis to how it was having Randy Moss on offense where it was like, holy yeah. shit. Like imagine just having one of these guys just on uh, your team. Yeah. Like just, it was a big time. The rich get richer moment where you're like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Where people were just like, well, fuck, I mean, just give them the yeah, Super Bowl yeah. at this point, which yeah. obviously the Super Bowl turned out to be a little bit more difficult to get, but yeah, that Revis one. Oh, uh, great, great pick. I mean, I, he, I was thinking about taking him, at some point, I probably would have took him with one of my last two picks here um, to round out, you know, my 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 corner, my cornerback room. But yeah, he was great uh, he was seems like a fever the, dream. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Like it happened right? so quickly, and then it was gone. But he was uh tied for the sack leader in that Super Bowl. <laughs> him and uh, I forget who the defensive end was. They both had one sack. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's weird. That seemed. It seems not real, yeah. but yeah, it was, like, Revis... it was like a cliche sack. Like Russell Wilson scrambled out to the left and like Darrell Revis him. came out of his own coverage and got him. I was like, nice Revis. Uh, Darrell Revis will be one of those ones when we eventually do the, um, the, I can't believe he played for the Patriots draft. I think Revis yeah. will be on that list. Cause it's like one yeah. year, just re- like, I don't like, yeah, let's just take the greatest corner of like my lifetime, put him with my yep. team for one year. Let's just scoop up a Super Bowl real quick and then yeah. ship them back out to the Jets. Like, and that's like, real yeah. quick. that's like the that's the plea a lot of Patriots fans make to themselves, where it's like, if we could just have this guy for one year, just one year, we don't even need a career out of him, just one year, I'd love to see just what we one. could do. We literally got it, and it was like, ah, oh, cool, like sweet. And then he yeah. leaves, and everyone's like, yeah, I don't really care. He's going to the Jets. He's not going to win. Yeah, yeah. There was no hate. It was just like, all right, like, no, you did what you did. Like, you came over here, you played mercenary, you got us the Super Bowl. Awesome. Yep. Thank you very much. Yep. You got Shake your bags. See you later. Yeah. That that's weird, right? Like when I think about that even more, that was one of the most like weird, amicable, like just yeah. business like, like fan, things. fan and player respect, where he wanted a ring, we wanted a stud. Yeah, and, a ring, and he was and like. Then... 
very weird. Where it's like, you know what? Let me yeah. real quick. Let me just hop over to the Patriots. Let me win a Super Bowl. Let me go get the bag with the Jets, and then that's it. Like it was very, very just a quick little like pit stop. But yeah, Darrell Revis. That's one of those things where uh, I feel like ten years from now, a decade from now, people won't even remember that Darrell Revis was on this team. No, yeah. It's like, yeah, he was. Not only was he on the team, he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, they definitely yeah. won't remember that he was on the Bucks. Definitely won't. We got, I I forget that every time I think about that. But true, yeah, um, I remember the one interception he had with them too. But yeah, great, great pick though, Darrell. Revis. He he was going one way or another here. So great pick. So mm-hmm. Al, you got a nice little team going on there. Um, all right, so I got my back to back picks. I got to pick a corner and a linebacker. It doesn't really matter who I pick first. Um, I'll go linebacker just to kind of kill the, kill the suspense. Um, Liam, I don't know if this was the guy that you were thinking of. Um, he was the, I believe middle linebacker before Dante Hightower. Gerard Mayo. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. 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 My guy, I mean, Gerard Mayo, I think how long the, I don't think Gerard Mayo played long what didn't he only play I think it was like, like six years or yeah something? i think it was like oh seven to like 12 or something like that played i'll tell years. you i'll tell you right now yeah yeah he played from 08 to 2015 so yeah not it seemed like it was longer than that no oh, that's weird he, did he win deep uh defensive rookie of the year he yes. did yes he, he did. did look at him go yeah he did two pro bowls first team all pro in 2010 um yeah d- although Gerard Mayo, one of those guys who great, 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 tremendous player, but didn't like you would think he would have won more Super Bowls. Yeah, only one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2014, that was right. 2014 was the year. Yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So I don't even remember him being on that team, but yeah, no, like he just so he only played six games. He only played six games that year. So, oh, yeah, he got hurt. That was his kind of career ending injury. Yep. Yeah. But um, yeah, great um, great. He only had three picks, which I don't know. I feel like you'd think he had more. That's crazy. But um, yeah, yeah no, Gerard Mayo. Up all those picks. Um, you know, currently, currently a coach on the team. Maybe the head coach in waiting. We don't know. Perhaps I don't know. Um, yeah, he was. I remember. Um, like I said, when we were talking about Hightower. The whole talk where it was, you know, Gerard Mayo had the green dot. He was the captain of the defense pretty much of the linebacking core. But then when I Jer- am the now. that's pretty much what he was saying to Hightower. But then Hightower came in and said it to him and then kind of yeah, took over. It got awkward. But um, but yeah, give me give me Gerard Mayo. Um, love Gerard Mayo. I put him up there with the with you know top five, top six linebackers in Patriots history. Gerard Mayo's got to be up there in my eyes. Um Super Bowl champion, two-time Pro Bowler, obviously. I mean, great player, great player. So, um, that that's who you thought. I, that's who you. Yeah, who you thought I was going to take. Yeah, 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 it was guaranteed. Okay, all right. So I, uh, fuck. So I have I have an issue with uh with with my corners. There's one corner that 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 needs to be taken. I hate him. But he needs to be taken. Yep. I don't know I'll if I want to take him. Then there's another corner who I who has arguably the most recognized, maybe the second most recognizable play in Patriots history. Um, second to only Julian Edelman's catch in the Super Bowl. <clears throat> I don't, and then 
sad. Either way, let me say this real quick. Either way, whichever one you pick is going to be a good number two with Ty Law. So you can't go wrong here unless you just go completely out of the blue and say Jonas Gray for your second corner. I checked. Which? He never played corner. Sucks. Sucks. I, I I can't pick him. I can't pick him. Yeah. It, it, it's so awesome. either way, either way, you're getting a good one. Mm, I know. And then, you know, Miles Bryant's hanging out there too. Uh, Miles <laughs> Bryant is still on the board. Jalen Mills is out there. Uh, Actually, I'm not, I'm not going to talk shit about Jalen Mills. I like Jalen Mills. Um, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my heart on this one. Um, Give me Super Bowl hero. There it is. Malcolm Butler. There it is. Um, there, there's another guy on the list, obviously, who I know will get taken. But yeah, give me Malcolm Butler. Obviously, I mean Malcolm Go. We know. I, I don't even need to yep, get into Malcolm it. Go. You know, that was yeah. word say it all. Yeah, that's it. You know the catch. Um, big part of that play was Liam. You brought him up. Brandon Browner. He was the one who yep. kind of got in there, the jammed the receiver, came across, yeah. picked him. Pete Carroll getting a little bit too cute. Getting a little too cute. <laughs> Um, trying to throw it. Brandon Browner. That's a man who does not mind getting handsy with men or women. When you have, when you, well, he's in jail now, so he's got to get handsy with men. When you, uh, when you have, when you have (laughs) Marshawn Lynch, and I want to know your guys' take, because I don't think we've ever really talked about this play. What the fuck are you doing throwing the ball from the one yard line? Try to. With Marshawn Lynch as your, I totally understand back. it. I probably, I honestly, in like obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, but I would have done the same thing. I would have. I don't know if 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 I'm there, you I you run it with 100%. Marshawn Lynch four times. Yeah, I mean to. people He's forget that beast mode, and I get it. You know, Once. obviously Liam, you said hindsight. You know, because yeah, I get they, they threw it on first down though, so like they're thinking incomplete, and then you know they have the yeah, insurance policy. You of running try with to Marshawn trick Lynch. it, but it's like sometimes, and I think that, you know, the Patriots obviously do this a little bit too much, especially last year. Sometimes you get too cute. It's like, listen, you do yeah. one thing really, really, really well. You got beast mode back there. Just, just do it. And I get it. You know, you're trying to catch them off guard, whatever quick slant. You don't think that a quick slant is going to get picked. You know, you think yeah. of anything, it might get no. broken up, but um, it, it's kind of like a, he out coached himself moment where he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, what is the obvious choice to run here? What do the Patriots think we're going to do? They probably think they're We're going to run, or maybe they think we're going to pass. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can catch them off. And then Pete Carroll's probably over <laughs> there on the sidelines. Like I may, I'll just fucking throw it. The first His time eyes are doing it like it'll be fine. Yeah. You know what it he's is? Like, what it's what the... would they expect me to do? I'll do the opposite. <laughs> exactly. It's the, you know what? I know what you know I'm going to do. But then I also know that you know that I know what you're going to do. But I know that you know that I know that you know what I'm going to do. And then guess what? At that point, you're fucked. So just like then then you vote yourself into the grave. And that's exactly what it was. And the Patriots were like, we know you're you want to run it. But we also know that you're going to try and trick us. And we've seen this play. We've been studying this play. So we're going to make it look like we can't defend the run at all. We're going to make the run look like a layup. Yep. And then you're going to throw it and we're going to go right into it. Crazy Belichick moment too, not calling a timeout when they get down there, right? That was the same play, right? Where, you know, because that was yeah. after the Jesus Christ. I mean, we all know the catch. The uh, what's his name? The Javon not, not, Curse. yeah, yeah, Javon Curse. That Curse. catch. Jermaine, Jermaine Curse. Curse. Oh, yeah. Ja- God, Javon, Javon Curse was a uh, Titans. Yeah, dude. the free baby. Which, if he you, was the it, Eagles pass rusher. Get your fucking if you, Titans. If you watch that play, when, when he catches the ball on his back, do you know who jumps by and fails to knock the ball out? 
Malcolm Butler. Butler. Or, yeah. Oh, no, it was Butler. Malcolm Butler. You're right, because Butler but went he, for Arrington. That's right. Yep, yep. He and then Malcolm over. gets taken out. Yeah, he he doesn't knock it out because he, I don't know, like, whatever. I mean, it, it is what it is. Rips the chin but... strap. He's just so mad at himself. Yep, like, from yep. And then comes in, Malcolm go, boom, boom, boom. History's made, and, you know, yeah. the second dynasty starts. The second dynasty starts. That's what that was. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, give me, give me Malcolm Butler, uh, cult hero, a guy who people forget came back to the team this year and then was gone. Um, because you know, obviously injuries and all that stuff, but yeah, I like, I like my, I like my team right now, but give me Gerard Mayo and Malcolm Butler round out my picks. Al. So what do you still have a linebacker to pick? No, I'm good. I got oh, mine. Done. I got, uh, I got, oh, I got my picked well, everything. Oh, right. yeah. Mike's got yes, Mike. So Mike's team is Ty law, lawyer, Malloy, Dante Hightower, Gerard Mayo, Malcolm Butler. Okay. Pretty good. That, that's Pretty a, good. That's a, that's, that's a good. team. It's stronger okay. than your receiver team. We will that's say super, that. that is my, listen, okay. listen, I will let me, oh, let me, the, my receiver team, I got too cute. I thought it, I thought it was going to be funny. You I was yourself like, is what you did. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I was like, ah, you know what? They think I'm going to pay. I think I know what they think that I don't know. And I don't know anything <laughs> is what it turned out to be. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I like this team a lot. Uh, like I said, after the draft, we'll obviously list it all out, do all that stuff. But yeah. I like my team. Al, who do you have to pick? You got I have a linebacker a, uh, left. You have a linebacker. Oh shit! I got Cassius two Marsh. names. Excellent. So, so I got two names. Cassius Marsh. It's yeah. It's gonna break my heart to not pick a guy that's gonna be in the honorable mention. It's gonna absolutely crush me. I have no idea. Hurt me talking. too. If I think we're talking about the same person, it hurt. We me. might be. So I'm gonna take a guy that recency bias has been awesome, Mister Red Sleeves himself, Matthew Judon. I'm gonna take him in the fifth round. So, listen, I got to go with Judon in the fifth round can, because guess what? Can you count what? him as a linebacker, though? He's, he's a linebacker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Definitely. I, I, put him, I put him as a linebacker. It's like, a linebacker. De, it's like counting DeMarcus Ware as a linebacker. No, like, he, yes, was a, he, was, he was. he's a linebacker. No, I think he's, he's, a he's a little bit more. That is, you pick good old red sleeves. I did I, take red sleeves. It's a great pick. He's a stud. I'm be I throw him on this list if it's a pass rushing list. I didn't even have him on my list. I I had him as a last resort because you know what? Judon in two years has really changed kind of the philosophy of the Patriots defense. A true legitimate linebacker that can rush the quarterback and was in both seasons at one time in contention for the Defensive Player of the Year award in both seasons. Mm -hmm. And especially for a 2022 Mm -hmm. team that left a lot to be desired on the field, especially offensively, Judon was the lone bright spot on that team. Yeah. So you know what? Give me red sleeves, and I hate that I'm leaving another guy on the board. I'm going to save him for my honorable mentions. It breaks my heart. Let me when when are we going to have? And I I hate to have it. When are we going to have the conversation about Matthew Judon kind of slowing down at the end of the last two years? Yeah, because I know that they I I know that last year uh, or or twenty twenty one. It was the, you know, the entire team sucked dick after the, after the Pro Bowl, you know, after the break. But last year, I, like 2022, remember, I mean, shit, Liam, we're sitting here talking about, is he going to make it? Is he going to break, you know, records? Is he going to get to 19? Yeah. Is he going to get to 20? He ended with 14 and a half, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I like, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Great. But I love that he's here. I I love everything about him, but that's the conversation that depending on what happens next year, if he has another slowdown at the end, 
it's going to be one of those things. And and, and you can't blame playtime because he played a lot no. less this year than he did uh, the year prior. So, that, but still that's, that's nitpicking. That's, that's, yeah. you know, talk radio can, can have that conversation. I still love Matthew Judon, of course. Uh, red sleeves. Love it. Um, did not think that he would get picked here, but I'm happy that he got picked. Yeah, that, oh God, we all did it. That was that was stupid. But we all. Um, but <laughs> what is I am that? glad. Is he like wiping boogers off his nose? No, it's the it's the he's he's feasting. He's feasting he's, on. Oh, oh yeah, wiping your lips. Like all right, that. yeah, 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 foaming at the lips. Um, but yeah, I think that he, uh, dude, I'm happy he's on this list. I'm very happy. Yeah. I think I don't want to say that's a reach because I think he deserves to be on this list. I just didn't think you were going to pick him. Great, great pick, though. It's, it's the fifth great round. Pick. So, I mean, if that's a reach, yeah. then he shouldn't have been on the list in general. I'm interested to know who you were going to pick before. Uh, who you're going to pick. I'll I'll, I'll say it after Leah yep. makes his final yep. pick. But uh, that's going to break my heart and probably cost me the draft. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. Great pick, though. So, yeah. So, yeah, you got your team done. So, Liam, it's you. You need a um, – what the fuck do you need? You need a corner, sir. I do. Ah, uh, shit. I know who you're going to pick. I know, too. It's very yeah, easy. Everyone knows who I'm going to yeah. pick. No, it's very easy. Just, he Mike, played for yeah, your favorite team. Right, damn right he did. Not only that, he had nine picks for my favorite team. Second only to his 10-pick season with the Patriots in 2006. Except for that one pick he didn't have. Yeah, fuck you. But, uh, fuck him. You know, that, 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 that one did hurt. It definitely yeah. – it's a, much like Rodney Harrison, it is a blemish on an oh. overall stellar career. Clear cut. Mr. Pick six, baby. Asante Samuel, number 22. It you is a golf no clap. You got a golf I, clap. I should get a stand up round of applause. People should pick be slips. tearing their shirts off. Absolutely not. No, no, no. What are you, a charlatan? No disrespect for Asante Samuel. He cost us a Super Bowl, you ignoramus. He got you and there. And he continues you to wagon. talk shit about Bill Belichick. That's my thing. He does. He does. You can, he does. You can miss I, a pick. You can miss yeah. a pick, Rodney Harrison. But I am, yeah. I am not going to say that I fully endorse him as a person. Although his, you know, he's a monster, and I almost endorse him in any way, shape, and form. But he, he had to be picked. He had to be. Picked. Yeah, he he's one of the yep. best Patriots corners ever. Like yep. it or not. Yeah, he was there for the top the three. Rings. I'd say top three. Top three, yeah. I put him in there. His numbers are pretty sweet. Uh, two picks his first year, one his second year, three. Then he blew up for 10, had six after that, and then went to Philly, and his career was even more consistent and almost better. But it, overall, in, in the spirit of the Eagles playing in the Super Bowl this week, I'm going to round out this list with the man I very well could have taken number one overall, absolute monster on and off the field, Mr. Pick Six. Yeah, um, I – he was the guy I was talking about between him and Malcolm Butler. Um, I yeah, just, I know I was so worried I, that Al was able to pick a corner. I'm like, dude, if he picks him, I'm going to have to pick I, Lee Bowden. I just, I, Lee Bowden, Jesus Christ. Um, I just, uh, there's certain people when they left here that, that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, you know, a certain goat being number one on that list, but yeah. like, I just, oh, yeah. I, Great, great, great player. But I I couldn't pick him. I, I wish I could have because I like him. He, like I said, he deserved to be picked, even if he was Mr. Irrelevant, last pick of the draft. But yeah, he just, he, that pick, dude. Like, come on, man. Come it's on. It's too, it's too, it's upsetting. It's too glaring of a blemish. And, and we talked about it with Rodney Harrison. The difference between, 
Rodney Harrison's play and Asante Samuel's play is Asante Samuel's play was right to him. It was right in his hands. Rodney Harrison, he had to try to make a great play. And nine out of ten times, a scramble drill. Like, yeah, it it, was a lot. That's the difference between the two plays and the two players. Undefeated. We could. Okay, no, no. You know, let me let let's let's hear the grievance. Rodney Harrison's thing was just as egregious as Rodney Harrison's thing. I think is it 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 is it is definitely egregious. Do not get me wrong. But all he had to do was pull his arm outward. Uh, All Asante uh, Samuel uh, had to do was catch the ball, though. Understandable. There was nobody understandable. else there. It's, they're both ah, unexcusable. Yeah, and they're they both. I, but Asante true, Samuel had true. nobody around him. Rodney Harrison, if he pulls at the arm, they're probably going to call a pass interference on that play. No, I'm saying after he. So Tyreek goes it, up and makes saying. the catch. Also, for Rodney Harrison, a first team All Pro, champion defender, Strong all the accolades we, li- we listed off. For him to let an undrafted free agent player make a high point catch over him is egregious. That's just terrible coverage. You're not doing your job. But when he pulls Tyree down, he's not entirely on the ground yet. Harrison is on top of him, and he flips him over onto the ground, setting him down, ending the play. He could, and he already had his arm in between Tyree's holding the ball, and Harrison's arm is in between them. If he did kind of like a rip through move where, you know, everyone does, you know, if people go to the gym, you do like flies and whatnot. He had to do that motion to knock the ball out. It seems like a very simple thing. He very well could have possibly put Tyree on the ground before he did that. And this whole point would be mute. But either way, he could have did a lot better contest than it just flipping Tyree over and crunching him into the ground. No, that's fucking awful. You let this jackass who has no Son business a being bitch. on a football field fuck caught a touchdown earlier in the game, and then you give this one up. Absolutely egregious. They're both terrible because obviously Asante, it's a mental error. It was probably so easy for Asante. He was thinking about high-stepping it into the end zone as he's making the catch, which that's, sucks. That's, okay. You I think, sucks I think, with that. But it happens. I think the difference, the main difference, is that the, the David Tyree thing, and I've mentioned it before, but it's one of those things where you can look at it and you're like, you know what? The the football gods were not in our favor here, man. You got this bullshit ca- helmet catch. And Eli what are you Manning gonna say about Asante's in the grass, but Asante Samuel, that's not that. But it was just you. Like it's just it's different. It's it's a little different. Where it's just him. He just timed to him. That was more of a he timed the jump wrong. It's like you're Mister Pick Six. You're Mister. I do all these things. You're Mister. Yep. I let the game ceiling. Um, I, I let the game ceiling interception go through my hands. And like I get it. You know, obviously we're talking Gron- as fucking Gronk podcasters. Hail Mary here. At the he end dropped the Hail Bowl Mary. Too. Wes Welker dropped the catch. I know. There's a bunch yeah, of different. It, you know what we should do? Top three heartbreaking plays in Patriots history. I uh, fucking like that one. I like. I that. don't know if I That'll like be that a, one. I, be I, I like it, but I hate it. We might. I don't know. We'll see. We, we do have to make a podcast, Patriots, we'll a couple of Patriots anguish wishes because here we're just talking them up. That's why I, think, I brought I up think, the, I think the Patriot Killers that. list. That's why I, think I was we like, we need that. some. Right, let's let's get some honorable mentions in here. Great too, pick, though. We, great, great. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Um. Uh. You know, what I want to hear Al. Who was the guy that you said you'd be pissed if he or or, <sighs> or it, it hurts you not to take? I, I know you had a name in mind. You want to say it, and I'll tell you if if you were right. No. You tell me yours first. You no, first. I'll tell you. My my linebacker, who's one of my favorite linebackers, was Rob Ninkovich. I love him. 
Okay, so I, I didn't. Ha- I didn't have him, but that's a good that's one. A great I, one. I did yeah, not have I him. Love Mister, Mister, Mister. I'm always fucking there. That's what he was. True. It, so much. Rob Ninkovich was so good that my my wife got a shirt of him. You know, because you know normally like girls. And okay, we're gonna sound like asshole guys. You know, girls normally get shirts no. of like big name players. This, the, this, that, yeah. this, that. She was like, no, fuck that. I'm gonna get Mister Hillbilly looking Rob Ninkovich, always yeah. making plays, looking oh. like a little frumpy dumpy out there, so just good. doing <laughs> everything he needs to do. Love him. Al, who are you gonna pick though? I was gonna take uh, the name that I was thinking, Junior Seau. Mm. Yeah. That, is it because he killed yeah. himself, or did you just like him as a player? No, it's no, not the first one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's it. I think he actually liked him. Oh, yeah, I no, actually liked him. As, I, that's I another one. Someone, someone that you I thought he was someone fantastic. That you wouldn't, someone you wouldn't believe played on the team. Yeah, he was there because right. um, he was in the well, Chargers Hall of Fame and everything else. But he, he's in he was here for a couple of years, and he was he was pretty productive in his couple, in his three four years here. Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't uh I mean I had I he was low on my list, but I had Jamie Collins, uh definitely yep. low on there. Um yeah, I had uh uh a, a Thomas and uh, Roman Pfeiffer. <laughs> Roman Ro- Pfeiffer's a good one. Roosevelt Cox, Brian Cox, Roosevelt Colvin. Oh, we're yep. going deep into the yeah. archives with and Rosie in fucking Cox. Another with the, with the neck brace. If you are a linebacker and you have the neck brace, it's over. Buddy, <laughs> yeah. another like a running back with the visor. That's like a running back Shelby's. with the visor or a wide receiver with the towel, like Steve yeah. Smith. Mm. Another yeah. corner, Otis Smith. Otis, Otis Smith. Smith was pretty okay. He, he was on there. You, I, I actually had a lot of corners. I had um, I Ellis too. Hobbs. Ellis Hobbs yeah. was one on there. Um, I had a recent one, J.C. Jackson, who is actually yeah. voted by pro football focus i believe as the worst free agent signing last season yeah. so funny you know, that works out throwing that out there but uh yeah jc jackson was on my list as well i had uh, randall gay too that was a good one yes yeah. yes i forgot about him randall yes gay sir was up there of course yep. brandon browner as well he was a monster brandon browner was on there uh logan yeah. ryan i had on there yeah, um, another good name picked off yeah, tom brady for his last pass as a patriot uh, that's a that's a big thing, yeah. And of course, yeah, none of us thing. can ever forget uh, Alfonso Denard. Yep. God, I that son of a bitch. I want him to be so much better than he was. Yeah, so yeah, much better great. than he was. He really wasn't. Ah, uh, God, I don't. Do, do you guys then, remember um, Sean Springs at all? Of course I do. Yeah, it came from yeah. the uh, then Redskins, Red I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah the skins. Yep. I used. Yeah, to yeah love but he Sean really Springs didn't do much. Sean Springs, another one person you wouldn't believe was on the Patriots because he was yeah. really good with the Redskins. He was a monster. And then he came and over here and Jim just... Bailey were the best cornerback duo for the Skins. Yep, yep. Um, I'm trying to think. I couldn't think of any other corners. Uh, Kyle Arrington, um, he's uh, kind of a Patriot uh, Patriot guy, yeah. the only Patriots fans will remember. Yeah, I, um, I did have Lee Bowden on my list for some reason. Then there was Julian the guy, Edelman, I, Troy Brown. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I could have done that. Fuck! I could have yeah. done another fucking. Could have. You could have. Who, who? And I, I asked this last time. Who was the guy that knocked the ball out of the Ravens' receiver hand in the Sterling, uh, Ravens? Sterling Moore? Sterling Moore. Um, definitely yeah. cult classic. Cult classic. He Random Sterling Moore. Play for you guys. Do you guys remember uh, Devin McCourt? It was against the Dolphins, probably like five years ago now. But deep pass down the sideline. Devin McCourty tips it, and then Marquise Cole catches it, like right, yep. falling out of bounds. Yep. And it, that was yep. the only Love play he ever play. made. But I was Love like, that nice. play. I was like, oh, oh, speaking of uh, McCourty, Jason McCourty. Yes. Yeah. Yep. One of the biggest plays in the Super Bowl. 
Yep. When broken coverage, Covered he sprints yards. his ass back there, ran a billion miles. Um, God, guys, we 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 really had it good, didn't we? We yeah, did really good. We really had it good. I can't <laughs> oh, wait. God. I can't wait. Like I said, for five years from now, we're like, yeah, but you know, remember Jonathan Jones? Remember, <laughs> um, remember Marcus Jones? Remember Jack Jones? Remember yeah, the we'll Jones trio, the guys. Jones yeah. brothers? Like, remember all these guys? So yeah, I think. I think we still got we still got some uh, we still got some arrows in the quiver, is oh, so certainly. to speak. I uh, um, I got another honorable mention that I want to put in here just out of sheer love. I hope I will remember this guy because he did attend our University of Miami. The meanest Brandon Merriweather. Oh yeah, of course. Big Bang Clock. Yeah, Big Bang Clock. My, I that forgot had, about him. He, he had no interest in intercepting passes ever. He did not care. Didn't Hell try. No. Why? Why and, would he? Yeah, why? He just wanted to ruin mm. the lives of opposing receivers, and it was incredible. I, I was here for it. Him. He got suspended and fined so many times, and I was just like, "Keep it up, rack them up." I love it. Wow, I I completely right. forgot about him. So here's my question now: What's next week's draft? Ooh. Do you we guys... want to do? Um... I picked the last one, so one of you guys can pick. Uh... What were you going to oh, say? My turn, then. I was going to say Patriot say? Killers. Patriot Killers. You want to do Patriot Killers? Most okay. recent one on my mind. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 So we'll do that. Oh, Patriot okay. Killers. So basically, it's been like it's been three weeks of praising the Patriots. We might as well tear them down. We'll do it. We'll do it. So basically, players who have abnormal great games against. Yeah. The Patriots, whether they were yeah. kind of mm-hmm. shitty players who just had great games or good players who had just like their they upped their level of great games, even if it was three, just one game, three person, we'll or do five three. person draft. We'll do three. I will. Right. We'll do yeah, three. three. I, I think right. I think five right. would be five. We get a little sloppy at the and end. And then there. order. Um, uh, we'll, we'll randomize it at the end. We'll randomize it. We'll yeah. randomize it. We'll kind of we'll kind of send it out there. But okay, so for the draft, before we get into just some other news, before we get out of here, uh, Mike, that's me. I picked Ty Law, Laurie Malloy, Dante Hightower, Gerard Mayo, and Malcolm Butler. Uh, Al, Teddy Bruschi, you asshole. Devin McCourty, Stephon Gilmore, Darrell Revis, and Matthew Judon. Liam, Willie McGinnis, Rodney Harrison. I couldn't read my own writing. Willie McGinnis, Rodney Harrison, Mike Vrabel, Akib Talib, and Asante Samuel. Boys, we have some pretty strong teams. We do. Damn. I think I think my corners are going to lose it for me. Yeah, I mean, I these are so strong too. teams. Like I, really- I hate to say it, but Akib Talib in the fourth round. I, I think if you had to redo it again, I think you would redo that. No, absolutely I think, not. You're I right. think the I probably would have taken him in the second. But I think I think and the Samuel. The, I, I think both your you. corners are going to are going to screw you. I think Guys, that's my only downfall. But those, are, I'm not going to lie. Anyone who doesn't vote for me because of my corners, those are people that just didn't watch football. Uh, my list is pretty good. Pretty good. Ooh, how bad my know. wide receiver list is, that's how good my defense list is. Yeah. I think if we're going to – I mean, honestly, you got Ty Law, Lawyer Malloy, start them, start them in the backfield right say, now. I think Al has the best team again. Oh, fuck that. I'm sick of Al. I'm no, sick fuck of Al. that. <laughs> I'm sick of Al in his list. I am too. Yeah, uh, stupid. Al, this is going to be your last you know episode. I'll with say Judon does not deserve to be on this list. Get Judon uh, out of here. No, you're just saying that because you're mad because you know I'm going to win again. Don't I'm be mad like because that. you got Teddy Bruschi. I'm mad because you got Teddy Bruschi. Yeah, yeah well, you had the first pick and you could have taken him. So that's your own dumb fault. Teddy Bruschi has a first pick. I that would have been. I wouldn't have picked him regardless, but good pick. I wouldn't have got him first pick. Um, speak, speaking of being mad, so we're done with the draft. Um, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Um, yeah. 
Tom Brady retired again. I feel like I should just splice in the episode we did when he retired because, Liam, didn't we do one when he retired before? Yeah, like, and it, it was actually in quite dramatic fashion where we actually kind of praised Tom Brady. We kind of praised him, but anymore. now at this point, and Al, I told you beforehand, um, I'm not, and I actually I think I texted the whole group chat, I'm not going to have much to say. I'm done with him. I'm done with the guy. I'm yeah. sick of hearing about him. Uh, Al, is, Al looks like, can you look at the screen? Look at Al. <laughs> <laughs> how he was sitting it was just said it's just my head uh, um he looked like the hand from the monsters i just i like tom brady great like dude you know what you you left the patriots you won your super bowl should have rode off into the sunset then i feel like everybody kind of thought you were and then you came back you know we're gonna run it back boys had a a, a, a competitive year um, obviously didn't make it to the Super Bowl. And then for some reason you came back again. Obviously, a bunch of stuff going on. Divorce, um, weird videos. He posted some weird thirst trap on Twitter today. I don't know if you guys saw where he's I sitting saw, in his know. underwear and he's got his hand over his cry. It's very strange. I don't care if you're the biggest Tom Brady fan out there. Shit's weird. Um, yeah, Tom Brady. Up right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look it up while I just give my final thought on Tom Brady before I throw it to you guys because I just simply do not care anymore. Tom Brady to me, he is gone. Oh, he, that he is, is no, weird. It's very weird. He is no longer oh, in that Julian Edelman, Teddy Bruschi role. To me, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. He played for the Patriots. I loved him when he was here, but he is not a Patriot. He is a football player who played for the Patriots. Like when I think of Julian Edelman, what's he? He's a Patriot. Teddy Bruschi, Patriot. Even people like Ty Law, Patriot. Devin McCourty. Rodney Harrison, Devin McCourty, Patriot. It's just, I'm not, I, I, David Andrews, Patriot. Patriot. Like if you want to go kind of, kind of newer, but I just, I, I Matt Light, Patriot. I just, I can't, uh, Tom Brady to me, great. There will never be. And I know he has his podcast. He did. I'm going to listen to it in a couple of days. He has Belichick on. They're swapping war stories. They're kissing each other on the mouth because Brady loves it. And I he just, I, I, like, I don't think that the disdain is there anymore that there was, but there's definitely not love there anymore. And it sounds so stupid, but if you're not a sports fan, this sounds dumb to you. If you're not a sports fan, why are you listening to this? But Girl. I just, it's Tom Brady, like greatest quarterback of all time. Not a patriot. He's a football player to me. Thank you for your service. Uh, it was a business transaction. This was not love. Yep. You used us. You abused us. And we still did not get a proper thank you in your retirement. So it doesn't seem very like we're going to get one either. Fuck you. Goodbye. That's how like, I feel about Tom Brady. If he did like a one day contract with the Patriots and held some event at Gillette where like everyone went, I'd go like fucking pandering. It, He's pandering at that point yeah. to me, though. You know what yeah. I mean? It's okay. the whole thing. It's like very strange how in his first retirement, never really mentioned the Patriots. I'm like, dude, like, come on. What do you do? What do you do? That was <laughs> weird, which Al, you weren't here for that episode before you give your thoughts. What'd you think of that when he did his retirement and didn't mention the Patriots at all? Weirdly, I was okay with it because when he left, he had a whole post that kind of thanked oh. the Patriots. Oh, well, that makes sense. Everything. You hate Matt Jones. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, just, you know. <laughs> but <clears throat> I think that this time around, and I've said this before, I think Brady could have retired two different times. He could have retired after the Super Bowl 53 victory, gone out on top, rode off into the sunset. Six Super Bowls to the Patriots would have been great. 
Or he could have ridden off into the sunset after the Bucks Super Bowl. Been like, all right, dude, you wanted a different challenge. Mm-hmm. You went to a different team, arguably the worst franchise in the NFL at the time. The and you won a Super Bowl. Skip Bayless says, yep. Yep. You won, you won your Super Bowl. You could have retired after that and been like, all right, cool. Be like Joe Montana, who went to the um, excuse me, to the to the Chiefs and Chiefs. you know did his thing. Forgot about that. Right. Yep. So you know, again, he did pretty well. Again, you could have done that. I think it was a mistake that he came back in 2022. Like you said, Mike, the divorce. I mean, it cost him the love of his life and the relationships with his kids and the human element. You kind of feel bad about that, but then he, I don't know. he goes I saw back. his kids sitting on his lap the other a uh, couple of weeks ago, and they were by the pool. It doesn't seem like there's any love lost with that relationship. Well, it's it is what it is. I mean, look, the point is, is that he shouldn't have gone back out. He went back to a mediocre Bucks team. He didn't need to play this year, so if the, if this is the end, then good riddance. Um, so I will say, with uh, sorry, I don't think anybody heard what Liam said, but I did. Um, it just, yeah, I think Al, I agree. I think he should have after that Buck Super Bowl because I get it. You want to leave the Patriots, you know, you want to um. You want to prove Belichick wrong. You know, you want to prove the league wrong where it's like, you know, I'm not done. I'm going to go with the Bucs. I'm going to win a Super Bowl. Awesome. You did it. Great. Props to you. You took a very bad team, which let's not act like they had no pieces in place, by the way, either. Like, you know, I know that's like the thing people like to say. They still had a really good team. But still, Tom Brady went there, did his thing, won the Super Bowl. That would have been the storybook ending. The great ending. But it's just he he decided to come back and I get it, can't fault him for it. Like, you know, it's I can. it's it's you know, it's it's your life. You want to come back and play, but I don't know. I'm not gonna get into all like the the Giselle, his wife stuff. I mean, like why he came back, I don't know. There's a bunch of things. Like I think that I think he wanted if I were to to put my opinion on it, I think he retired because he thought that that would work best for his family figured out that you know what this is kind of heading down a path where it looks like we're getting divorced anyway so i'm gonna come back things just didn't work out his way um and i mean it's just i am just gonna be happy that he's gone which i never thought i would say that about tom brady but i just i'm done with it because i don't it's like the people talk about it we're all but you don't bet against tom brady yeah not 45 year old tom brady you can bet against 45 year old tom brady where I, I mean, did. he had now in in ten years from now, this is kind of something I want to throw. I wanted to throw to you guys because I was thinking about it on the drive home. Bill Russell, how many how many rings does Bill Russell have? Was it twelve? One, one, eleven, what? eleven, right? Okay, eleven. He has eleven. Does he one for his ever? Cock. Does he ever get? To, does he? Does he ever get really brought up in these? goat conversations with lebron and jordan and even no. kobe no 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 but he has <laughs> Not, he has the most he has the, the only most people that bring him up is the people who fought in the vietnam war the people who know you know they call him sir i have a hot take 10 years from now 15 20 whatever tom brady will be the bill russell and and this isn't me talking shit about tom brady this is just kind of how i look at it tom brady's play very boring can you pick out as a Patriots fan, you can you can pick out a few. You can't pick out a crazy play. Mahomes throwing with his left hand, scrambling, throwing the ball with his dick, doing all this stuff. You can't you can't do that. Tom Brady to me, 
and and I don't think he deserves this. I think he should stay the goat for until someone worthy passes him. Tom Brady will end up being the Bill Russell of the NFL, where he has all these rings, but people don't consider him. People are going to say, "Yeah, but you know Peyton Manning. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah but player X, more flashy players." As you start to move up in, you know, the different type of quarterback play. What yeah. do you guys think of that? Because I don't know. I, I This is something I just thought to myself. And I was like, I don't. I think Tom Brady, like I said, should always be considered the GOAT because I think quarterback, it's more than just flashy plays. But I think yeah. just the general public are going to look at that and be like, yeah, he has all the rings. But, I mean, he, he wasn't Patrick Mahomes. No. It's like it, I would hope people would recognize it's a team game, too. But I saw I never watch first take because Stephen A. Smith has become insufferable to me, which is unfortunate because I used to love Stephen A. Smith. But he, he's got I love him even more recently. Brutal. I don't know why, but yeah, I mean, I think he's starting to get better. I think he realized what was going wrong. But um, mm-hmm. I digress. He had somebody on first take, and this dude's an infamous Tom Brady hater. I, I don't even remember his name. It was some some Italian dude. Uh, but this dude's like infamous. He was one of the people that's like the cliff is coming. The cliff is coming. And it's not Max Kellerman. But Max like, Keller, the cliff yep. is coming. And, <laughs> but it's not him. But like this, it guy wasn't uh, saying, Rob Parker, was it? No. Um, oh, was, like, Rob, I. Yeah, he I sucks too. Rob. But no, yeah, it's some like slick, slick like back him. mob boss Italian guy. But like he was um talking about how I know. Um, yeah, it's... it was you know you know uh, Nick. Uh, what's his Mike last Francesa. name? Francesa. Yeah, wasn't that's it Mike. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, him. Mike Francesa. Mad yeah, Dog. Him. It was the Mad Dog. Oh, okay. It, it was okay. either yeah. Mad Dog or Mike. Fra- yeah, 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 yeah. Francesco, whatever. Yeah. So it he was, was talking about. Yes. He was like, Tom Brady isn't the goat. He just has all these championships. He goes, the greatest regular season quarterback is yep. Peyton Manning because he has five MVPs, and the greatest postseason quarterback is Joe Montana because he's undefeated and he has four. Uh, and he did them all in dominant fashion. Like he didn't need to come back because he didn't fall behind, fall behind type deal. And he brought that up and I thought about it and I was like, eh, like I don't buy it. I, I still wouldn't eat that up. But I think it speaks to my point where maybe 20 years down the line, people will look at this era and go, geez, Peyton Manning did have a lot of MVPs. And like, I don't know how Montana's legacy is going to age in 20 years uh, it's i think he's kind of irrelevant right now anyway uh as sad as it is he he won in the 90, 80s and 90s and we already don't give a fuck about joe montana mm-hmm. uh we are patriots fans so it is tom brady for the most part but like still i just think like the argument it, there was something to it it was it made me think but i didn't think there was much merit to it so that's kind of like a jumping off point for what mike said where i'm like it's kind of weird how it's going to age and i wonder in the end though it is a team game, so I think a lot of people should rightfully give uh, credit elsewhere to Tom Brady as well. Like James White could have won Finals MVP. Like Edelman won uh, one. Dion Branch won White. one. Friggin' Adam Vinatieri could have won Super Bowl MVP like two years in a row. So it's like stuff like that. Like you could put the blame elsewhere, but in the end, he was the quarterback, which is the most pos- important position on the best team for 20 years. And that's probably going to get him solid, solidified in the GOAT debate. Bill Russell, it was different because Will Chamberlain was putting up way better numbers, but he didn't win shit. But Will Chamberlain was a better player. He just didn't contribute to winning because he was selfish and he wanted to have 100 points and 50 rebounds, which more power to him. I would have said, fuck those championships. Give me the ball. I'm going to score 100. So I, I'm in the category of Wilt as well. I think it's just different situations, different scenarios. Yeah. 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 No, it, it was just something I was thinking about because, you know, you hear 
yeah, he's the greatest, but he's not the greatest thrower of the ball. He's not the greatest yeah. maneuverer in the pocket. He's not nope. the greatest scrambler. It's like, yeah, but that it's it's quarter like you got to look at everything. So granted, even though I am not on Tom Brady's good side, I can still sit here and objectively say he is the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Um, I yes. don't think there's there's even a debate about that. People Every once in a while, you'll hear people bring up, you know, oh, but Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning was yeah. great. We all know how good Peyton Manning was. That was one of the biggest rivalries, Brady Manning, Brady Manning. But it's there's 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 levels to this shit. And Brady is levels above everybody else. So, you know, he retired, though. Good for him. Um, I don't I don't know. Al, I think before we kind of move on real quick and kind of touch on a couple other things before we dip out. What what are what? what are your like overall thoughts on Brady? Cause like Liam and I have pretty much been, you know, in our, in our life together, we've been pretty, pretty out there about outspoken about how we feel about Brady. How do you feel about Brady oh, yeah. as a Patriots I mean, fan? I mean, as a Patriots fan, you have to obviously thank Brady because if it's not for him, not solely him, but you know, he's a big part of the success of the Patriots had for two decades, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, he, you can call him a dink and dunk quarterback, but he made the smart decisions. He made the smart passes. And when he had to take his shots downfield, he did. So yeah. credit to him for that. But again, again, when Tom Brady left to go to the box, I wasn't like one of these Boston media people or these Brady fans that just went with Brady. I was a Patriots fan. Yeah. I'm rooting Damn for right the Patriots. Are. Damn right. That, that's, that's who it was. And although I hate Mac Jones, you know, I was rooting <laughs> for him. I'm you gonna know, especially that. I love that you said that. Yes, I thank love you. love that welcome. you said that. That's going welcome. right on the Twitter tonight. Page. Oh, absolutely. Tonight that shit is going. <laughs> I was rooting That's for awesome. Mac Jones in the Tampa game because I wanted to see the upset. I wanted to see oh, it. Yeah. Would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. Would have been awesome. And, and he should have. The one had team it. Brady couldn't beat. The yep. one team he couldn't. Oh, that would have yep. been great. But been great. again, you know, thanks to Tom Brady for all the great memories. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we have a bunch of them. We were talking about them, even just with defensive players but Brady was the constant and all that so you know but it's 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 been time to move on time to go in a different direction hopefully Mac Jones is the future and his third year is great mm-hmm. and yeah I think that's going to kind of lead to a little little hiring that the Patriots made which was great yes so um Al you know if you want to since you segued us ever so beautifully into that that was um, eloquent uh, by the way, it it is always Belichick over Brady for life. Um, always. but but yeah, Al. So what? Who who yes. did the Patriots hire? Because then there's also, and you know what? Throw out there as well. Who also left the Patriots? There's another. Coach. So yep. so late on Sunday night, it was reported by several sources: Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, Tom Pelissero, that Nick Cayley is leaving the Patriots to be the tight ends coach of the Los Angeles Rams. To coach under Sean McVay. This was after the Patriots yeah. hired Will Lying away from Alabama, who had worked under Bill O'Brien at Alabama in Houston. And then today, around 11 o'clock a.m., I actually heard this when I was driving to driving to work, Patriots hire former off former run game coordinator, associate head coach, and offensive line coach at Oregon, Adrian Clem. Who, by the way, helped lead Oregon to the least amount of sacks in the country on the offensive line in all of college football. Do you know the other 
um, I guess, title that Adrian Clem holds, a not so known one. First Belichick draft pick ever. First ever. First ever uh, Bill Belichick. Really? Hell yeah, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. So Clem is in. Uh, Kaylee's out. And that, yeah, sorry. So keep going. Sorry. I just wanted to throw that in there. I want to make sure people knew that we knew. No, and and it's, and and Mike, I know we were talking, or we were talking in the group chat about it a little bit. So I kind of wanted to throw this point out there. Nick Kaylee wanted to be out of here. And in a weird, weird way, I can't blame him because he was a part of the offensive staff. And I was listening to Zolak and Bertrand, who's the one station on 98.5 Sports I've actually liked listening to. Because actually Only one that's important. tolerable. Yes. Only one that's tolerable. Mark Bertrand uh, commented on one of my tweets years ago, mm-hmm. so I love him. So keep going. I, I've, I've interviewed Mark Bertrand several times. Great, great guy. He does not have me blocked, so we are good. That I can... We we can get him on hopefully. Oh, can we get him on? Oh, we, we should get somebody that blocked Mike on too. That'd we, be fun. Oh, All that's easy. That's All easy. Yeah, there's a whole yeah. list. <laughs> but with that, I was listening to Zolak and Bertrand, and they brought up a good point. When Josh McDaniels left to go to the Raiders, there were several coaches that Belichick didn't block to go with McDaniels. Nick Cayley was the only one that he kept on the staff. Said you can't go to Vegas with. Excuse me, but Josh. Forgot about that. Yep. You're staying here. Mm-hmm. So what does that say? That says that there was something in Nick Haley that Belichick really liked that he wanted to keep around. Then when the offensive coordinator job is, and I'm putting this in air quotes, open in 2022, instead of promoting Nick Haley, he goes with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Now this year, this offseason, they hire Bill O'Brien again. We all love it. Great hire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get Adrian Clement yep. here. Bring in Will Line. Where was Nick Cayley going to fit in? Now, he interviewed for the OC job for the Patriots. Didn't get it. Interviewed, I think, for the Jets, and there was one other team. I forget the other team that he was the OC, that he applied for to be the OC. Where would he have fit in this organization? And it would have been kind of a slap in the face to him if he stayed. Yeah. Because then it's like, okay, you don't value me. You didn't think I was good enough to be the OC in 2022. I interviewed for the job in 2023. And you go with Bill O'Brien, which I, I understand. So I think the writing was kind of on the wall for Nick Cayley. So you go under Sean McVay, and he's got some sort of magic touch or something to, you know, for these coaches. So I wish Nick Cayley okay. luck. I, I think it's kind of weird that he didn't get an OC job elsewhere. If, if he got an OC job elsewhere, I would have understood. But it's like, okay, go do your thing and, and have fun, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I think there's rumblings that uh, McVeigh's gonna call it a career kind of early. I know there there were some crazy, some crazy murmurs now. that he was gonna take do it with Sean Payton and take this upcoming season off, uh, and then he officially announced that he is staying for the upcoming season. But I'm a big believer in if you think about it, then you're probably kind of one foot out the door at that point. Uh, I work at a job right now and. I used to be like, "Mm, man, there are a couple aspects of this job that kind of sucks. And I was like, but I can look past it. And then the more years that I was there, I was like, man, the small parts that suck have grown bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's all I can think about. Stuff like that, where it's like, if McVeigh is even thinking about retiring, then he has the chance to go to a star market, be a candidate for an organization where that he will have worked under after this upcoming season. And 
it's LA. It's Tinseltown. People want to work for the the big names, and the Rams are certainly an organization that will has proven that they will pump money into getting good players, and they strive to win championships because that's what LA all LA to, teams are about for the most part. But I, I think it's clear cut one of those moves where he's hoping McVay will retire, and if not, then he coached under the young guru whatever the fuck they call uh sean mcveigh because he was the hot topic when uh in his early ramps too so i wanted to ask you guys do you guys know the rules about hiring coaches and hiring coaches away from other teams um so i believe the rule is if it's a lateral move so like going from oc to oc i think you need permission if it's an upgrade, I don't think you need permission. I think you can go on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what I think the rule is. Okay. I could be so, wrong. So, so that's why I thought it was too, because I was just looking it up real quick. So, yeah. So, I think so. So, he is the tight ends coach. That's what he got hired as, correct? Yes. So, I think they have a tight end. So, this was a move that Belichick, that both teams agreed on. So, it is, it's a, it's kind of like you said, Al, where it's like, you know, it's, it's, Belichick wouldn't let him go, or he was last the year, only coach. But he'll yeah, let him he wouldn't go let him year. go. But now that he's here, I don't know. I mean, is that kind of in you know indictment on how the tight ends perform this year? I don't know. Like you know, a lot of other things come into play there. But um, you know, him going away, I don't, I don't count it as this crazy thing that's going to impact the team too much. Um, I think the team should still be good. Adrian Clem to me is the biggest thing. Um, I'm happy that he's here. I'm happy that he'll be able to build the offensive line and kind of, you know, hopefully be able to stabilize that as much as he can, because obviously we all know that they sucked last year. Thank you, Isaiah Wynn. Um, But Isaiah Wynn luckily will not be with the team anymore. Uh, Trent Brown, Maybe will be Trent Brown had some glowing things to say about Mac Jones after he's liking posts about Tom Brady coming here. So I don't know what to think about him, um, but that that's a conversation for another day. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, th- there's definitely some movement. Patriots are doing some good things with uh, coaching staff. They're spending money, which is what they're doing with Adrian Clem. Um, because as of last week, everybody expected him to kind of stay where he was, but the Patriots opened up the checkbooks. They, they signed him or however you want to say it, they brought him over here, what, however it is. Um, so the Patriots are definitely making moves on the offensive uh, or just in the coaching staff in general. So I think I said this last week too, and the week before this makes me excited about what they're going to do for the off season, because I think that with Kraft kind of being a little bit more involved than he was before, Belichick kind of looking around and seeing things that he has to do. I have very high hopes for this offseason. Um, we'll talk next week about maybe some players who might be out there who may be options for the Patriots. Um, but be uh did you guys have anything else to say about the coaches before we uh, I throw one thing out there before we dip out? Nope. Real quick, Super Bowl, Eagles, Chiefs. Um, I'm not gonna ask Liam first. Al, Eagles, <clears throat> Chiefs. Real quick, give me 30 seconds. Who do you think is going to win and why? Eagles 30, Chiefs 24. I think Patrick Mahomes finds a way to make a key mistake late in the game. The Philly defense, I think they're going to shut down the Kansas City run. They're going to force Mahomes to throw a lot. So. Look at this motherfucker. Look at this idiot. God. All right. I'm going to throw my pick out there. Um, I fucking hate to do it. Come on, Mike. Tell me. I'm going Eagles. I'm going yeah, Eagles. I am Fuck going yeah, Eagles 35 to 28. 
That is going to be my score. There's going to be a lot of scoring I, in this game. I, I think that I think Patrick Mahomes, this this mysterious ankle injury is going to come back to bite him. I'm sick of the Kelsey brothers story, by the way, just a thrown thing in there. Don't give a shit about either one of them. Travis Kelsey conversation for maybe next week. I think he is wildly overrated. He does nothing that impresses me. Give me Eagles 35 uh, chiefs, 28 Liam. Who do you think is going to win, sir? Who do you think is going to win? Honestly, it's a complete toss up for me. I have no idea on one hand, it's the Eagles, and then on the other hand, it's the fucking Eagles, baby. Absolutely. The birds are coming to town. The Patty Mahomes train comes to a screeching halt in Philadelphia. Fucking Eagles, baby. All the way. Score, 45 nothing. Birds. Bring it, baby. <laughs> okay, Fuck on em. that note, 45 nothing. that will be like the, uh, the uh, Peyton Manning Broncos Super Bowl. It would okay. be. Um, great. I love it. So for... Uh, Al, Liam, I'm Mike. This was Tuck Rule Takes, episode 68. Big week next week, 69. So um, on that note, we are out. Go Birds. Sweet me. Sweet me. Sweet me.